Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 220, Reanimator. This podcast will scare you to pieces. Yeah. We definitely are going to do that. <laughs> not with that cheery voice, we're not. <laughs> I'm just excited thinking about mayhem. Oh, like the guy from Allstate commercials? <laughs> Just kidding. Who? Mayhem. From the Allstate commercials. No. It was a joke. It was an insurance joke. It was a bad insurance joke. I'm sorry. I haven't seen those commercials. I've seen the one, whatever company has that emu. Ugh. Oh, Liberty Mutual? Ugh. Yeah. Gross. They have the worst commercials Limu, ever. the emu? Yes. Horrible. Horrible. They do have really bad commercials. Down with Liberty Mutual. They suck. And I've seen Geico commercials. They're funny. I can't resist them. I know, because Guillermo was was in one, and I was like, yes, Guillermo! I don't know. It's a toss-up between Liberty Mutual and Progressive for worst commercials. Oh, flow. Yes. Hell yes. The only person I love with the flow bunch is the one chick who's like like the Daria of the group that's the one I like that's one of the, oh I didn't know about her you don't know her no she's just like dry sarcastic I love her I don't know her name I don't remember her name but she's not one of the group I like well anybody who can be compared to Daria has my vote thank you um so hi Carnage hey Chaos hey Just Joe hey Just Joe hello it's been a while it has been such a while since we have had you on the show. A few months. Yeah. Did you miss us? Of course. <laughs> good, because we missed you too, and so did our audience. They love you. Yes, they do. We always get good listens when we have Just Joe on. That's true. He's popular. More popular than us. Wah, wah. That's okay. I'm popular. You want to take over the podcast, Joe? I'll leave it in your hands. Aww. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We tried. <laughs> so how's it going for you all this week? Hot, but good. It is a hot week. Yeah. Temps up in the 90s, huh? You know, there's people in Vegas right now saying, you motherfuckers, it's like 116 here. I know. How dare you complain about 90 degrees? We would love that. That would be like our Alaska. Come I on know. now. I know. I know. And that's where um, Catastrophe and Morpheus are right now. Yes, that's true. That's true. Everyone's like in a hot place but us. I know. Like, I know so many people who are in Florida right now. And Vegas. And Vegas. And Vegas, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it just 60 degrees on, well, on Monday, though? It was. It went from 60 degrees to (laughs) To 90 90 degrees. Ohio. Literally overnight. I know. And my body does not like those extreme temperature changes. You know, it's funny. What? They say in Ohio, you know, you don't like the temperature. Just wait. <laughs> minutes, uh, they say that in every fucking state I've ever lived in. Yeah. Like, it's their own yeah. saying in that state. Yeah. Every fucking state says that. You're yep. not clever, guys. Just so you're aware. Just so you're aware you're not <laughs> clever. Carnage really wants you to know that. I'm mean Stop today. thinking you're funny. You're not. Sorry, I'm in a mean mood today. Mean, mean. You need mean a moon? Today. You need an orbiting satellite? I do. Uh, you're in a mean mood. I'm in a hyper mood. And Just Joe is our even keel. Whoa, we're in serious trouble if, I'm the even, <laughs> if I have to be the even keel. This ship is sinking. Like the Titanic. 
but at least they were they had colder temperatures though. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to see a human sickle. Human sickle? Human sickle. It's like a popsicle but made of humans. It's mm. what I imagine the people of the Titanic. This is so rare. What I imagine the people of the Titanic look like just bopping around like popsicles in the ocean. Like encased in ice. Probably didn't look like that, but that's how it looks in my mind. I have a sick mind. I have to go you. away. Wow. I'm getting wow. looked at. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yikes. I apologize for everyone. I never knew you liked frozen Edwardian popsicle people. I just think they're fun to look at. <laughs> you just kind of bop around, you know? Anyway. I had family on the Titanic. Did they live? No, I'm just kidding. Two of them did. One of them died. What is that? I'm done How does that make did you, you feel? Did you die? <laughs> That's right. Did you die? I think that was uh, Jennifer Coolidge who, it was Jennifer who asked Coolidge. that. Yeah. What was that from? That was from Austin Land. Yes. <laughs> so now I'm just picturing the frozen carnage. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So what else other than it's hot here? We got anything else to talk about this week? Um, I'm still house hunting, although we may have found a place. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Mostly. Maybe. Mostly. I'm just kidding. It doesn't really work. I don't know. There's a repair that needs to be done that the homeowner wants to make us do, and we don't want to <laughs> do it. Like you're handy. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> did they look at their tools? They're not handy. They got a well, yeah, gun we'd, and a sewing needle. We'd have to. We'd have to hire someone to fix it. Yes. Yeah. I know. yeah. Just Joe. You're handy. He's not a plumber. I'm not we a plumber. Can, Put you in overalls, call you Mario, give you a mustache, and then you're a plumber. Okay, and that's a hurtful wish... stereotype for plumbers. Yeah, really. I wish my grandfather was still alive. He was a plumber, and he could just fix it. I'm sorry, he's not. And no, he didn't just hit random boxes and have coins pop out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, that'd be or fun. Weird leafy substances that do certain things. Wait, what? Mm. Give him a tail. Ears. Give him a tail and ears. Give well, him firepower. Mario did eat a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> he did. He ate a lot of mushrooms and they made him grow. They did. And magical flowers, too. Both magical inwardly flowers. and outwardly. Yes. <laughs> he expanded his mind while he expanded his waistline. Yeah. Um... I think we're good. Do you want to talk about <laughs> what we do? What are we doing? Um, I, I, we, we, since when is it just you? I know. Excuse me. Are you cutting me out of this completely? I am going to take over the podcast with Winnie. Fine. Oh, fine. Good luck with your silent coaster. <laughs> she did try to beat you with a microphone stand earlier. I did. Oh yeah. I did yeah. Do I dropped the microphone stand on my foot. Yeah. I'm pressing charges and they owe me a song for that. Oh, when are you going to sing your song for me? When it's your birthday. That's next week. Yeah, next week you get. You a said song. you would do it on the podcast, though. I thought the you podcast next week. next week. We're not going to be here next week for a podcast because I'm on vacation. Oh, <sighs> disappointed again. She's traveling back in time. Well, okay, let's to see, see frozen, drowning Edwardian people. Unfortunately, I could not get a trip on the time machine. Are it was too expensive. Turning forty-two. Yes, I am. When. Next week. The Wednesday. I was going to say, be the more Wednesday. specific. 
the 29th of June. Well, I know it's the 29th of June. Which this will air past that. But yes. Yes, Wednesday. So since you won't be here. I gotta get a song. I'm the answer to the universe next week. Yes. You are turning 42, which is the magic number. The the answer to the question about life, the universe, and everything. Yes. And so, in that, in your honor, I'm looking at the lyrics right I'm now. I'm so excited! I can't contain myself. Joe, you just know by heart? I, I can't sing. You don't <gasps> want me to sing on this podcast. Oh, Joe can't sing. I can't sing. Joseph. Just Joseph. I'm using your full name now. Just Uh-oh, Joseph. Oh, now I'm in trouble. <sighs> lyrics. Lyrics. <laughs> Do we have to pay people if you sing this song on here? We have no money. People don't sue us. Uh, I'm going to take it from the chorus because I don't That's know perfect. all of this. I'm fine. with Take it from the chorus now. Where is it? Ugh. No. Oh, my gosh. So I tried to look up so long and thanks for all the fish lyrics. Because yeah, I'm looking for the um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy lyrics. Yeah. No, there's a song by A Perfect Circle called So Long and Thanks for All the Fish. So I got the lyrics for that. Okay, now I want to hear that song I later. I need to hear that song now. I know. I, I need you to YouTube it for me. <clears throat> okay, here we go. I think I found it. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We tried to warn you all, but oh dear. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your disrespect for all the natural wonders that grow around you. The world's about to be destroyed. There's no point getting all annoyed. Lie back and let the planet dissolve. You're absolved. Thank you. <laughs> Thank so you. So long, so long, so long, so long. And thanks for all the fish. Thank you. You're welcome. Yay. I'll do it for your 42nd birthday, too. Thank you. You're welcome. But I'll do it on YouTube so it sounds better. Like, no, not you sounded good. Like, my voice. I'm not singing for me. Oh, okay. I'm just saying you sounded good. I'm like, wait. Whoa. <laughs> Did I that just make a terrible in- mistake? That was unintentional shots fired. It was not meant to be. I know. I just sang this for her birthday and then she insults me. <laughs> I was trying to insult myself. Sorry. Into the Mariana's Trench of Hatred. Oh, you go. Going. Anyway. Um, yes, oh, that reminds me. We were talking about that. This uh, We are They Mostly Podcast at Night. Mostly. We are two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week because that's how we decided to do it when we decided to make a podcast. Sometimes we do it because we want to share the movies with you, our beautiful listeners, but sometimes we also do it just to annoy the other host because we don't see eye to eye. Because that is our hashtag friendship goals. Our friendship lives in the hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hates, where we go and MMA style duke it out in our very own octagon. When feathers get ruffled. <laughs> which always happens every which, episode. Which, which always happens. Nearly every episode. Um, so, warnings for spoilers ahead and expletives ahead. That is very true, Cass. Because fuck this job. 
Fuck this job. Bitch, I quit. Um, yes, this week we did... Re- <laughs> you, you quitting the podcast? <laughs> yes, because Winnie's taking over. I can send you that. All right, so this week we did Reanimator. It was done in 1985. It was unrated. It was an hour and 24 minutes long. And I got a 7.2 on the IMDb scale. What about that tomato meter? I'm so glad that you asked because, you see, the tomato meter is certified fresh at a 94%. Critics' consensus, perfectly mixing humor and horror. The only thing more affected than Reanimator's gory scares are its dry, deadpan jokes. Audience score a little bit lower, 82%. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah. IMDb is really low for you guys. They do not like it on IMDb as much. What was IMDb? 7.2. Those bastards. 7 point something? Yeah, 7.2. I'm sorry. I I didn't vote yet even, too. So it's not my score knocking it down. (laughs) Not you. You haven't voted yet? Oh my gosh. Get on there quick. They need you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck you. Somebody rated a one. I want to read the one review. Unless you want two naked men running around. Unless you want two naked men running around. They probably forgot the word C. This is pointless. What do I define as a one star? A movie that was complete, utter waste of time. Like almost every zombie movie, including The Evil Dead, Reanimator's just pointless. Wow. That's, that's harsh. They just called the Evil Dead pointless. Yeah, I don't. Who is this person? Seriously, I would like to know. Just uncover their name. I just want to talk. A bunch of naked dead men on the run. Run! I think I think we got a lot of people that are afraid of the naked body here. Really? Yeah, there is a lot of nakedness in this movie. There is, but you know, you get what you pay for. But it's just. I mean, it's not like sexy though. It's just. There is nakedness. There is. Na- I mean, it just happens. I mean, it's just natural. That, that seemed to be like the norm in movies back in the 80s was just gratuitous nudity for no reason. It was just in there. Yeah. <laughs> it was bonus, Joe. Bonus, bonus content. That's what you call bonus content. Bonus content. Because the 80, 80s media was so bereft of anything good that they had to give you bonus content, like and naked actually, p- bodies. This is more bonus than most because you get boobs all the time, but this had bush and peen. Mm-hmm. I mean, this had lots of bonus. Mm-hmm. I'm there for it. It was like a quality bonus. So there you go. There you go. It was a trend-setting horror movie. It was. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> um, should we do cast? Yeah, let's do the cast. <clears throat> I'm ready. Okay, Herbert West was Jeffrey Combs. He was in From Beyond the Frighteners and Would You Rather. And yes, I would. <laughs> Dan Kane was Bruce Abbott. He was from he was in Psycho Reanimated, The Prophecy 2, and Bride of Reanimator. The Prophecy 2, huh? He was something we've done on this podcast. We did not do the second one. Shit, what do we do? One and three? Just the first one. Didn't we do three? Wait, wait, are you seeing other podcasts? Yes, I'm sorry. I didn't want to talk about it, but I haven't seen other podcasts, and we did Prophecy 2. No, we didn't. No, I've been seeing other podcasts. Oh, on other podcasts they did, did Prophecy 2. Yeah, and I was on those. So I'm sorry to You bitch. You. I thought it was kind of suspicious when I saw we podcast during the day sometimes <laughs> with Carnage. <laughs> oh, and Penny. my and God. And Penny, because, you know, just got to take. You went on Penny's podcast. <laughs> yes. And you didn't tell me. And she didn't invite me. Duh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe it. My own cat. 
She likes to be better than you. I guess so. She sniffs my shoes, not yours. <laughs> that's, that's true. She sleeps with her face in your sneakers. <laughs> Very true. So, Megan Halsey was Barbara Crampton. Uh, from, from Beyond, Chopping Mall, which we have done. I'm certain of that one. Mm-hmm. And Beyond the Gates, which we've also done. Yes, we have. Dr. Carl Hill was David Gale. He was in Bride of Reanimator, Dreamhouse, but not the one we did, and Savage Weekend. And Dean Halsey was Robert Sampson. He's in The Dark Side of the Moon, Indecent Behavior, and City of the Living Dead. Nice. This was directed by Stuart Gordon, and it was based off of the H.B. Lovecraft story, Herbert West Reanimator. Loosely based. Have you guys read this one, the story? Loosely or no? based. I haven't read the story. No. Uh, yeah, apparently it was really loosely based. That's what some of the complainers were about. Is like, this is not H.P. Lovecraft's Reanimator. Um, that was it's some of the, better. The critics. <laughs> so. Woo. Shots fired. You read the book and you're like, it's better. 99% of the movies out there based on H.P. Lovecraft are like loosely based on the stories. Very loosely. Yeah. Otherwise, there'd be a lot more racism. Oh, that's probably a good thing. (laughs) A lot more uncomfortable things in in those movies. There is plenty in this one. There's a lot of... Uncomfortable things, but not really racism. Right. No. Um, Two other... Do you want a short little summary? I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. Doc wants to make dead people live and things go awry. Oh, they do. Pretty, pretty accurate. I mean, pretty, not, pretty accurate, yes. Not much more leniency to that one. Dr. Herbert West. Was he actually a doctor or was he still uh, med in students. medical school? He was a med student, but he was... But they call him Doctor. Doctor, they call him Doctor Herbert West. I think, yeah, yeah, he's in his internship. Yeah, which usually they don't get that much. From what I've seen on Grey's Anatomy, mind you, that's my extent of. Shut up, yeah. You've really looked into this in, mostly what? in depth. Wait, I have, your I have, knowledge of the medical school process is yes. From vast. what I've learned is that once you're an intern, you really don't get the whole lecture series like that one doctor was showing you. But you know. You're still called doctor. Well, when I worked for a medical hospital... Oh, I do! (laughs) Do you run around with the interns a lot? No, but I know we bill for them, or we don't bill for them, or... What? They get free medical? They're learning. They don't get paid. The fuck? My intern charged through my doctor all the time. He had a five-minute phone call me, charged me 115 bucks, and it was fucking intern. Fucking douchebag. I'm going to sue his ass. Oh, mom's calling me. Oh. Hold on. Hello? Where were we at? Did we know? We? Uh, you just finished your summary. I was talking about something. Cast. Cast. No, we finished the cast. First, first, no, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. You I did, did my five-second summary. You did the first three? No, we did the first five. First five? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And oh, then, that's right, yes. And then she did her five-second summary, uh-huh. and then I was talking about something. You were talking about medical. And oh, yeah. Oh, I interns. said I work at a, a, yeah, and they don't, we don't bill for the interns. They yeah. don't get their own, they don't get billed, because um, they're learning. But they are full doctors. Doctors. Because they've already graduated medical school. Right. They just have to get an internship for however long before they can so you get be like an fully qualified internship and then a residency and then you're attending yeah 
God, no wonder why it takes so long to become a doctor. Oh my gosh, Shit. I know. And so much debt. I mean, I'm glad it takes a long time, but... <laughs> yeah. So, so, they are Dr. Kane and Dr. West then? Yeah. Okay. And Dr. West is the one that's in Switzerland with yes, Hans that's, Gruber. Yes, yes, Jeffrey Combs. Never getting over that, yes. sorry. Hans Gruber, Hans Gruber. yes. Now um, I have some glowing fluid. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. And that is why you popular just do. Oh my gosh. Um, so, yeah, so they start out in Switzerland with Dr. Herbert West. He's um, killed his, uh, uh, I don't know, partner? professor? professor? He's not killed Allegedly. He's alive again. He, he's allegedly killed his professor and has reanimated him with a solution that he has created that is the inside of a glow stick. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. It's so 80s. And very 80s. In a ridiculously comically large syringe. Yes. A very ridiculously comically large syringe. I love it. And uh, as I am one of those people who when I get shots or have blood drawn, I have to stare at it. So, like... Like, I don't want to not see this pokey thing going into my body. It really bothers me if I can't see it. So what you're saying is this movie bothered you? So, like, all the pokey things were like, (laughs) oh, boy. No, I don't have a problem with needles. I just just have to be able to see it. I can't look at her. I giggle. (laughs) Like, hysterical. Like, it's actually hysterical giggling. What about you, Joe? I've got really no problem with needles now. Mm -hmm. 99 problems, but a needle ain't one. A needle ain't one. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, he, his, they burst in on him, like his colleagues or profess- other professors it or something. It was the dean, the guards, and a nurse. Okay. They all bust in on him trying to revive his professor with this serum that he has created but he's given his professor too much of the serum apparently and his professor's eyes burst out of his head yes there's a lot of gore in this movie there's a guys there's a lot it's great whatever you like i know i don't understand a lot of nudity and a lot of gore but when it comes to the cartoony kind of gore i can't do it i don't know if it's not realistic i can't do it and i don't like the realism it doesn't i know that doesn't bother me that's like a Saturday afternoon. I don't know. Just saying. I like cartoony gore. And body horror. Yes, please. Thank yes. you. Any kind of weird transformation or weird creature, monster, or over-the-top gore and comical violence, I'm all for in horror. Are we watching yes. Human Centipede with you then? At uh, no. Point? That is not... That movie does not check any of those boxes. <laughs> no. I don't, I've never seen it. So. I haven't either, but I've seen enough. Okay, I know the trailer. Not not even the trailer. The movie cover. I've seen All enough. you need to do is see the poster, and you're, <laughs> you're like, good. I'm done. This is. I have seen enough. Yeah, that's a pretty shallow pond right there. <laughs> there could be story there. You don't know. There could be good acting. We can't be judging a book by its cover, right? Silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we can absolutely do that. 
I think I've already done it. So moving on. You're you're not going to get the Royal Shakespeare Company presents Human Centipede (laughs) with special special guest Ian McClellan as the doctor. What about Ken Branagh? I bet he could do that. (laughs) He could be the head. (laughs) He's got the chops. (laughs) Oh. Oh, man. I feel like Kenneth Branagh. What am I doing? I don't know. I feel so funny, you guys. It's really weird. It's really weird. Anyway, we're never going to get through this movie. We are never going to get through this movie. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so moving on. Um, They basically, like, tell him he's done here. And he leaves Switzerland. So he shows up at the school. What school does he show up at? Massachusetts? Uh, somewhere in Massachusetts. I um, can't remember what the name of the university the is. The name of the university is something in Massachusetts. Hold on, I'm looking it up because that's going to bother me if it's real. It's probably not a real. It's Miss Draconic? Miss Draconic? Miss Draconic University or something. Miss Draconic. Not yeah, real. I remember it. Okay. Um, as far as I know, not real. I don't think so. Um, Miss DeConnick, yes, I was right. In Arkham, Massachusetts, where H.P. Lovecraft liked to set, liked to set things. Um, also not a real place. Also not a real place. Yes. Um. So so. Before. Before he gets there, we meet Dan Kane, who is trying to resurrect a patient who has died by CPR. I mean, normal medical procedures procedures for for convincing, convincing for bringing someone back from the brink. And he fails. Um, So then Herbert West shows up at this college. What? Nothing. Keep going. No, you're doing great. It's also like a teaching type hospital situation. Yeah, yes. it's like Mercy Grace. Yeah. Um, Santa Grace. One from Scrubs. It's like, it's like the hospital I worked for. It's like University Are you hospital. Hospitals? Yeah. That's the university they a, part. They have a teaching hospital. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it's not very good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, you know what? Someone goes to I the clinic. I where I. I don't. I won't mention where I work. Um, I'm not too happy with them, so actually not fuck you. So. Anyway. <laughs> um, Herbert West shows up. The dean introduces him to the head of neurology, the neurology department, and he immediately starts insulting this guy, saying that his work is derivative of somebody else's, and if he had stolen more of this guy's um uh, thoughts maybe he'd have you know some decent ideas do you know what he reminds me of hmm. he reminds me of wednesday Ap- A- adams critiquing gary's play if you really want to the aristotelian unities if you really want to make a good first impression and have a good time at your university. Just go up to your professor and just start insulting him and calling his work crap. I, I can say without a doubt that is the best way to get in their uh, good graces. They love to be made, you know, mocked. Yeah. In principle. Mm-hmm. I know. He's not the brightest bulb in the pack when it comes to social graces, I guess. He, he just well, makes poor decisions throughout the entire movie. Though. He never makes a good decision. No. Never. Ever. Is he our Chad? Can we say he's our Chad? He's kind of our Chad. Is he? 
He's a douche canoe of the highest order. He's a Chad. He's definitely a Chad. The movie's kind of about him, but I guess the star can be the Chad. Although Hill does try to rape. He might be our Chad. But he's the the antagonist. He can't be the Chad. No. Wouldn't Kane be more of the main character and West be kind of like... I know it's about it's... West, but more the focus is on... Kane. 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 Yeah. 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 Because he's the all-American boy. Of course the focus has to be on him, right? Right. Right. And he's got um, the girlfriend... His girlfriend is the daughter of the Dean. Yes. Which just does not make for a good situation. Always a wise move. No, um, because as she points out, he is the last living Puritan. He's dating the daughter of a dean in an 80s movie, so automatically you know that that's not really a good situation. Right, the dad's not going to be happy about it. Mock the professor, shag the dean's daughter. You guys are doing great. Yeah. What a duo. Oh, God, awesome. Mm-hmm. All winning combination. And they are shagging. We see Barbara Crampton's tits a lot in this movie. They're very good. I'm not complaining. No, they're actually pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, so Herbert comes to Kane's house to rent a room for from him. They're both students at the hospital. Well, interns, whatever. No, you're right. Okay. I was just laughing about how no one wanted Wes to be there. Like... Like Barbara Crampton's character's like no, yeah, she's, no. <laughs> Maybe she, he should have had more of a screening process for a potential um, renter slash roommate. Yeah, hey, cash sales, cash, cash wins. He was just like like Herbert had cash and they were students together, so it must be okay. It's like um, you might want to notice that this guy is obviously has a screw loose and maybe don't rent your room to him. But, oh, okay, we're doing that. Didn't they so, already have an uncomfortable meeting with each other earlier in the movie before he showed up to Just the when room? he then met the professor, yeah. when he was mocking the professor. That was really the only run-in they had because then he ran into Megan. And then right. they ran into their bed. And then Wes showed up. Right when she's leaving. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, let's see. He kills Rufus next. He How could you forget? Does. Um and like Meg is like, where's Rufus? Like, I haven't heard him. He hasn't bugged us. Rufus is the cat. Rufus is the cat. That's Rufus is Kane's cat. Yes. And um, so she goes, and he's like, oh, it's fine. He's around here somewhere. It's no big deal. And she's like, no, there's something wrong. So she goes looking everywhere for Rufus. And eventually she goes into Herbert's room, even though I don't, I wouldn't go in there. But, <laughs> but um, she goes in there and the, the like refrigerator door is open and she looks inside and there's the cat. Dead. Dead, obviously. He killed the fucking cat. Yeah, uh, Church Award, named for Church from Pet Cemetery. Anytime an animal dies in the movie, there's a couple. There's a Rechurch Award and a re Church Award. <laughs> he kills the cat, so he shows Dan. No, I can bring the cat back to life with this reagent that I have created, and um, 
so he shows Dan that he can bring the cat back to life, but the cat goes crazy, starts acting like a real asshole, and attacks Herbert, and then Kane, and they just start running around, like, one of them's got, like, a cricket mallet, and the other one's got a bat, and they're just running around smacking, like, everything in this room trying to kill the cat again. And then they do it again. They reanimate it again once they kill it again. Yeah. There's a lot of dark comedic undertones in the movie yeah too. it was kind of hilarious i mean as much as i don't like to see animals die in movies well and then meg sees like the, the cat's back's broken but it's waking up it's being rebirthed as wes says and that's when meg walks in and it doesn't it's not very clear but she must tell her dad the dean because the very next scene is uh kane getting kicked out of college right and his student yes. loans getting take away yeah apparently the dean can just cancel your student loans. I don't think that's a thing. Not, not a thing. Not a thing. Only the government can do that. Or your private loan borrower. Right. The I, more you I'm know. Like, what, I'm like, how does he have any say about a loan in, entered into by this kid and a third party? Like, he doesn't. As someone who dropped out of school many times in their 20s, what happens is the money comes back to you in check form, and that encourages you to go to school and drop out again and again because you get the cash. <laughs> and they get Just more saying. interest drawn off yes. of you. And that's why I owe thirty six thousand dollars in student Ooh. loans right now. Thank you very much. Oh, I own way more than you do, hon. I know. I know. Well, actually, my I just broke. I broke thirty thousand. I'm at twenty nine thousand to change. Oh, nice. Broke thirty thousand. I had a party. So yeah. So Kane and West both get me? expelled from the college. Yes. So they decide that they've got to do the experiments again, but on a person. Because oh scientific method means nothing, and experimentation doesn't really. That's a scientific apply method movie. to test it over and over again so you get the right answer. But you don't go right to human testing if yeah. if your first stages don't work out too well. You just don't jump right into human testing. No, but like maybe they should have started with earthworms or something like that and then moved up in <laughs> but there increments. wasn't like a dead earthworm farm whereas they had access to a morgue like I get this like they weren't near an animal shelter where there were dead animals you know they had access to a morgue it's better than them killing animals isn't it of course like we said they don't make the best decisions in the movie so yeah they don't so they go to a, the morgue attached to the hospital where they were students and um they look around until they find a guy who has uh, nothing really wrong with him. He just dropped dead, they said. Heart attack, I think they Heart said. Heart attack or something. But uh, So they decide to reanimate him. Well, they also fail to notice that he is like a muscle-bound gym rat. He was the stud double for Ann Arnold Schwarzenegger during Terminator. Yeah, and he looks it. He's a huge, muscly dude. That was probably the heart failure was the steroids. Just saying. <laughs> Don't come at me. Yikes, you really... Um, oh, did I blow that out? Yeah, you blew out oh, the, so you blew out the levels when you did that. Sorry. I apologize. Um, so anyway... What was I just talking about? Oh my they God. reanimate Muscle Bound Man. Yeah, so they reanimate Muscle Bound Man. He attacks them, of course. And um, they have a fight with him. The only thing, the only way they can resolve this fight is West goes and gets a bone saw 
and shoves it through his back and through his chest. It comes before, out the front of his chest. But before he does that, though, he's got lays hands on Dr. Uh, Dean Halsey. And the comes Dean in. comes down to the morgue yeah. to kick Kane out of the hospital. Yeah. And Musclebound Man, like, fucking, what does he do? Strangle him, Just Joe? No, they, they broke through the freezer door and crushes the Dean. Yes, he crushes he him. Oh, I forgot. That's right. He breaks through the door and crushes the Dean, and then he's strangling the Dean. And then he bites the Dean's fingers off. And then he bites the Dean's it's fingers really off. It's really horrific and bloody. It's very horrific and bloody, and the Dean dies. Where the buzz, uh, the uh, bones all through the chest, yes. Thank you, West, for that. I love that. No, the Dean didn't get the bones off. No, the corpse off. did. No, the, West. the corpse, the corpse did. The corpse. Yeah. yeah. Okay, just making sure that was clear. Well, the worst security guard in the world sits at his desk out in the hallway, totally oblivious to Doesn't everything. Doesn't hear going a on. word. He's too busy going to get coffee, which was apparently a euphemism for masturbating. What? Yeah, I read that. That was when he was going to get coffee. The um, he, was, oh, yeah, he did have that magazine with yeah. it. Yeah. Which, you show all the boobies and the peen and everything else, why not just say, I'm going to go for a quickie in the bathroom? I mean, why even use a euphemism at that point? Because presumably he wouldn't just, you know, in society say, I'm going to go masturbate. He'd say, I'm he gonna, while you're on the clock. <laughs> you know. While you're on the clock. By the way, I'm just going to go uh, rub one out real fast. Doesn't work for my coworkers, then. Just saying. No. Don't want to know what goes on in your yeah, office. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't even. I didn't. My my answer was just what I wanted to hear about that, which was nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tried to skate past that, but yeah. I guess we couldn't. Oh, sorry. Um. Oh. Yeah. So um, Halsey ends up in a padded room that just happens to be about pills. Office. He just happened to have this padded room there. A- after they use the solution to bring yes. him Dean Halsey back to yeah. some form of life. Well, zombified life. Right. You okay? No. What is wrong? I don't know. (laughs) I'm having trouble. Hill has this padded room, just in case. You never know when you need it for a student. Right. Definitely. So they stick the Dean in there, and he's in a straitjacket, banging his head against the wall, Spitting up blood. And then the real antagonist of the movie enters. Yes, it's the uh, head of the neurology yes. department. Who already doesn't like Dr. West. Right. Or Kane, because he's with Megan. And yeah, then it turns out he's Megan. got a, he has a, oh he's my like God. this guy in his 50s, and he has like a strange infatuation with the dean's daughter who is in her 20s. Yeah, like early 20s. I mean, she's a college yes. student, so... And that yeah, they open up like Kane later opens a file. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but that strand of hair he had it looks very like a young strand of hair, like like he's been collecting this shit for a while. From the dean's daughter, yeah, it was it was very suspect. It was, and I think it had a bow in it. Very suspect. That's gross. Yeah. Well, he goes he goes into West's the basement of uh, Kane and West's house, right? Mm-hmm. To get the, is that where he goes into to get the um, look for the research notes and find out what's going yeah, on? Yeah, because he perf- he performed 
the examination on the dean and discovered that the dean had basically died and been brought back to life with the reagents. Yes. So he's knows that something is going on. Oh, what, I thought you were gesturing. What are you, yes, oh, sorry, what are you, my hand. Oh. No, sorry. Chest fingers. She's, she's waving at us. <laughs> doing chest fingers. I, I thought you were like doing like some sign of silent like. No, I'm sorry. My wrist is hurting. Sorry. It's my, my wrist exercise. You're oh. not going to go for a cup of coffee, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to at least finish this podcast out, okay? Okay. God, I can't wait that long. <laughs> oh... Uh, but Wes catches him in the basement, and they, well, he hits him in the head with a shovel, yeah. and then he decapitates him with a shovel. Yeah, which... After the, after Dr. Hill tries to blackmail him into stealing his research and taking credit for the reagent away from West. Right. Such a tool. Such a tool <clears throat> in the woods. Can you really decapitate somebody with a shovel, do you think? I think you could. I think you could. Really? With enough strength. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to think there's vocal cords. Well, he knocks him down with the shovel, and then he, like, puts all... Well, he's laying on the floor, he puts all of his weight on the shovel. And it was a flat-ended shovel. I think we need to test this. I'm just saying. We need to test it? To test it. Why don't we get one of the frozen Titanic victims... I'm thinking we need a really live human corpse to do it. A live human corpse. Oh, okay. Wait. Well, you've got That's those. Well, <laughs> we gotta, first we got to find a live human corpse. Yeah. I didn't even catch that at first. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> I didn't funny. Either. I didn't either. I'm sorry. Uh, I just, I, it just seems like a lot of strength to be able to cut through all that. Yeah, you could do it. Okay. I'll, I'll just trust you guys because you're ex- obviously experts. Experience in this, rather. Uh, you should be too. <laughs> I know nothing. Not my method normally. Know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. Normally it's a spade. So I only know about like, blood. I don't know about decapitation. I go people. for the smaller hand tools, not the big garden tools. So. Oh, okay. Spade, those little breaking well, like, shears. And you, yeah, exactly. You like to freeze bodies, right? So they're easier to cut up. Did I ever say that? Or did you just catch my freezer? I don't recall telling you about this. I mean, you have three freezers. I just you assumed. You over to my house. Did you look for a popsicle? Because that was the wrong freezer. Look for a popsicle in. Yeah, I was I was kind of... I had the munchies, and it was summer. And I thought, oh, I'd really like a popsicle. Maybe Upstairs one of these freezer. freezers down Upstairs here. Upstairs freezer. In the creepy basement. No. <laughs> those are the bad freezers. Those, oh. They don't work. They're full. Oh, Hence yeah. Hence the chain on I, them. Well, I mean, I found that out. Anyway, so Wes decides just... I thought he just animated the head, he but he animated did. the body, too? Both, yes. In a brilliant Stupid. decision, in a series of brilliant decisions made by <laughs> Dr. Herbert West. <laughs> this guy, he's some kind of genius, I don't know. His theory was that the reagent wasn't working because they waited wasn't wasn't restoring full consciousness because they were waiting too long to bring the bodies back to life. But they didn't wait any time on Hill though. I mean that's just stupid. Right. So he is back to life, and he does have consciousness, and his body can move independently of his head. 
and strangle people and like strangle he did West. Mm-hmm. It's a fun parlor trick. So he puts a fake like medical school head on his corpse, which is hysterical. It slightly resembles Van Gogh. Well, at least half of it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a cutaway so you can see like there's face on one side and then inside the skull on the other side. So horrible. <laughs> it's so funny. And then um so he's got all these plans to steal the um the serum and uh he's got the notes and he's got all these plans. And his first plan is to finally get Meg where he wants her. Which is horrifying. Really. Yeah, so they walk in on him in the morgue. And he's like lobotomizing this one guy with his laser lobotomy tool. Yeah. yeah. I really want to buy that, by the way. Can I get that on Amazon? I don't think that's a real thing. Damn it. Okay. But... um Hill has captured his own daughter, or Halsey's captured his own daughter. Right. Brought her back after knocking out Kane, where there's blood on the he, wall, but right. there's no head wound. He has it later in the movie. Oh, I he saw does? it. Okay. I saw it. So it's the disappearing head wound. It's the disappearing, reappearing head wound. Yes. They strip her naked. Well, her dad strips her naked and puts her out, like they tie her to this table. Mostly. 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 <laughs> And the head starts macking on her. Yeah. Oh, oh it's, so go- it's so gross. Really awkward, uncomfortable scene. Yeah. And probably the scene your parents will walk in on you if you're watching If you're this. watching this and think the whole movie is about that and that you need help. Which Psychological is, help. So sad because David Gales, uh, the one that plays Hill, his wife actually walked out of the theater during that scene. Because she, he he, she thought he liked it and then divorced him shortly after. Oh... Oh, yeah. come on. He was an actor. He was acting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had a very sad life. He died at like 54 after complications of open heart surgery. Aww. Poor guy. I feel bad for this guy. Like, he was a good actor, too. Hated yeah. that part. And his wife, like, divorced him for it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, that sucks. That's funny. There's this There's this uh, British show where um, that happens to one of the, the... The actor, he... All he can... He's, like, this ugly actor, and all he can get are these... Um, parts from this one production company who does all of these like and like um, heavily misogynistic like horror movies, mm-hmm. oh. and his wife divorces him, and he's like, "It's just a part. I just was. I just wanted you work. You gotta eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just want to be an oh. actor, man. Yeah, yeah. So that happens. And luckily, Kane walks in before it gets to. Uh... Yes, he arrives just in time to rescue. Megan and Herbert. Yeah, yes. but not in the nick of time for before Hill got his whole army of morgue patients together, or whatever you want to call them, corpses. I know. Yeah. There's corpses all, like, it, yeah, it stationed is around the room, because it's a morgue. But um, at, at his command, they all jump up and attack. Yeah, somehow his lobotomy laser technique makes all the other reanimated corpses obey him for story purposes because then, of plot they're like linked telepathically too. Somewhat. Some of them are. It seems like some of them are and some of them aren't because like Halsey has a mind of his own at the end. Yeah. When he attacks Hill. Yeah. And there's the other one that falls in the other. Like some go berserko when Halsey actually. Because Halsey's going berserko. Yeah. Or not Halsey, but Hill's going berserko. Yeah, because then Wes then 
um, overdoses him. That was right. his thought is to overdose him. But so some of the, the corpses actually go berserko with Hill does, but the other ones have like kind of like a mind of their own, like um, the one that falls into the elevator and then um, Halsey yeah. itself. So, yeah. And then what is it? Um, Hill's corpse that the intestines, the inte- intestines come out yes. and, and they um, ensnare ensnare West. West. And in the meanwhile, meanwhile, there's like mayhem in the rest of the room. You have uh, the corpses knocking over like chemicals and like destroying the wiring and absolute mayhem and devastation there. And nobody comes a running. Well, security well, guard came, guard. poked his head in the room, and then he took off down the hallway. Yeah, so useful. He's like, I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> Poor minimum wage security guard. Yeah, uh, I don't blame him. If I got paid minimum wage and. As a security guard, I wouldn't be securing shit. So as Wes is carried away by the intestines, he throws his bag and his notes to Kane, who he and Meg try to escape in the elevator, but one of the zombie corpses follows them. And because Kane takes so long to get the zombie corpse off of Meg, it ends up killing her. Right. She gets strangled to death. And so he takes her upstairs um, to a bed and tries to resurrect her um, again by CPR and and paddles and stuff like with other doctors and nurses around um, the normal way. But um, when that doesn't work, um, everybody leaves and he pulls out a syringe and um, the last shot we see is it fades to black, but you can still see the glowing green stuff in the syringe, and it slowly um, goes into her. And movie. Scream, and, movie. and then credits roll. And she screams, and then the credits roll. <clears throat> fun times. Fun times! Such fun times. You guys, I remembered the movie. Yeah. I didn't have to look no. at Wikipedia oh, for the plot. It's a horror movie where no one learns any lessons from anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very good point. And there is a lot to clean up at the end. Yes. Hey, I learned something. You can decapitate a man with a shovel. That's learning. Right? Nobody in the movie learned anything. No I think West learned that when he decapitated the man with a shovel. I think he looked like he knew that was going to decapitate a man. So how much do you think his body count really was and if he knew that? <laughs> Just saying. It could have been a lot higher than we saw in this movie. That's for sure. I'm thinking, I don't think he started with Hans Gruber. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, that's just way too suspect he started with that one. Yeah. I'll, I agree with you. Yeah. I'm sure he started before that. Oh, I have my own very own fan fiction this time. I'm so excited to talk about it. Do you have any trivia, guys? Um, let's see. The idea to make Reanimator came from a discussion Stuart Gordon had with his friends one night about vampire films, actually. He felt that there were too many Dracula films and expressed a desire to see a Frankenstein film. Somebody had asked him if he had read Herbert West Reanimator by H.P. Lovecraft. Um, he had read um, a lot of H.P. Lovecraft, but apparently not that story, um, which was long out of print. He had to go to the Chicago Public Library and read their copy. Not the library. Yeah. Darkness falls there. Originally, this was going to be adapted for the stage, but um, eventually it was decided with writer the writers to make it a half-hour television pilot. 
the fuck are they going to do with this? Um, well, they were setting the story around the turn of the century, but they soon realized that it would be too expensive to recreate. So they updated it to present day in Chicago with the intent of using actors from the organic theater company. Um, they were told that the half hour format was not saleable. And so they made it an hour and they wrote 13 episodes. Um, but, um, uh, Gordon was told repeatedly that the only market for horror was in feature films, um, which was when he met producer Brian Usna. Um, and that's how it became a movie. Just a man before his time. I love horror shows. Yeah, me too. I know. I'd be really interested to see what it was like as a 13 episode series. The special effects department went through 24 gallons of fake blood during the shoot. The special, the head of special effects said that Reanimator was the bloodiest film he ever worked on, and in the past, the most he ever used was two gallons of blood on a film. Wow. That seems really low. It's only two gallons of blood. That's like that doesn't seem like very much at all. Yeah. yeah. Um. Jeffrey Combs actually had never read any H.P. Lovecraft before his casting, and he was taken aback by the script. He later said he only took the role because he needed the work and assumed the film would never reach a large audience. (laughs) He was mistaken. He was mistaken. H.P. Lovecraft never really liked his reanimator stories, but wrote them only because he got $5 per installment. Yeah, I saw that. That was crazy. Like, when did he write these? That it was like five... In the 1920s. Is that when it was? It was yeah. Like $5. A like lot. 19 teens, 1920s. Okay. It was the first time that glow stick fluid had ever been used on film. <laughs> yeah. I was just joking about it being glow stick fluid. I didn't it actually was. Oh, yeah, it actually was. Yeah. was. Yeah, it was. And green was such a good color. Mm-hmm. Such a good color. <laughs> the padded cell that Dean Halsey was confined in after being reanimated was hastily constructed and prone to collapse. During early takes, the actor would dive into the walls while attempting to act insane and accidentally knock them over. <laughs> um, let's see... The biggest makeup challenge in the film was the headless Dr. Hill zombie. Tony Doblin designed the mechanical effects and was faced with the problem of proportion once the nine nine or ten inches of the head were removed from the body. Each scene forced him to use a different technique. For example, one technique involved building an upper torso that actor David Gale could bend over and stick his head through so that it appeared to be the one that the walking corpse was carrying around. That's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah, that's all the that's all the trivia I have. That, that's all I have. Too. Well, you ready for some fan fiction? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So you got your major, you know, your regular ones with zombies. Like you got The Walking Dead. It's paired with an evil, evil dead army of darkness. But you also have Sailor Moon, <laughs> Batman, Pokemon, and my favorite here, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Wow. So we're gonna take a look at that oh, one because that seems to be good. 
As a tribute to Stuart Gordon, one year after his death in March 2020, I decided to do a slice-of-life crossover between two of his famous movie characters. What would happen if Herbert West made Wayne Selinsky? Personally, I think they'd be good friends and respect each other as scientists, if Wayne doesn't know what he did. Yes. Yeah, the whole murder and reanimation. Okay, thing. I really can't see West <laughs> being friends with anybody, no. let alone Zelensky. Yeah, agreed. But that's funny. Oh my god, that's funny. So yeah, that's what I have here. Um, oh, I have my own uh, thing though. Yeah. So I thought about my own fan fiction. Okay, let's hear okay. it. Okay. So in the dead of night, West went back and reanimated Hans Gruber, who would later become <laughs> an international terrorist only to later five years later fall off the nakatomi building to his death <laughs> and things went awry again fuck bruce willis Yippee-ki-yay, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> see and that's why he was so mean because he was reanimated <clears throat> no ho 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 <laughs> that's my story um, should we rate? Let's rate. It's your movie. You pick. You okay. Um, I'm going to rate this an 8.5. I've seen it before. Um, hadn't seen it in a long time though. So it was good to see it again. Um, I love the gore. I love how chaotic it is. I love, <laughs> I love, um, the actor's. Um, I love the, I don't love the nudity. I love the, um, but it's not like bringing me down. It's just, it's not gratuitous. It's, not gratuitous. it's, it's really not. Point. I mean, you couldn't put underwear on, on a bunch of corpses. Yeah, it would be weird. Except for that one guy, apparently. <laughs> Except that one guy that we saw was wearing underwear. Um, and I love... I love the silliness of it, and I love the uh, the dark humor, and yeah. So that's why I get it gets an eight and a half from me. Okay, um, I will go next, and I will give it seven point six three two. It was good. It was good. It was funny in spots. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because I've kind of avoided this one because I thought it was going to be really bad, you know? Mm. Uh, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And I'd probably rent, uh, uh, watch it again, but I wouldn't buy it. So I enjoyed it. It might be a while before I watch it again, though, just because I'm not about the cartoony gore. I'm about the real gore. So even oh, that's okay. not so much anymore. Why don't you gatekeep horror for us? The real fake gore. <laughs> I'm just saying my personal taste is not... I'm just kidding. Yeah. She's going to go home and unwind watch Faces of Death. Yeah, exactly. I know, right? Exactly. A little Campbell hostile. Holocaust, you know. Like, you know, a good backpacking movie. Um, just, Joe, what about you, since you're a guest? I'm going to give it a uh, 7 out of 10. Because I thought that uh, it was a fun, it was fun to watch, fun movie, but it's got, like, the tropes of all the characters making really bad decisions. Yes. And there's a lot of loose ends at the end of the movie. Which I might want to go home and watch, like the sequel, Bride of Reanimator, later, just to see if they deal with that. Yeah, and then there's also um, there's, another one. Yeah, there's Beyond Beyond Reanimator. Reanimator. 
I'm kind of surprised that wasn't like seven out of ten buzz saws or bone saws. Normally, you give it a little seven out of ten glowing large syringes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's the just Joe we've come to know and love. <clears throat> Do I pimp us to get out then? But sure. I, oh, go ahead. Do you have something else? I just say? thought like the pacing of the movie is pretty good, and that's always important. Like the editing and pacing were really good. And yeah. There isn't like a dull part in the movie. No. I was having the hardest time like sitting still today though, but I still it still kept me entertained. Even though I had to get up and walk around at so, one point. Yeah, they set Fine things stickers. up pretty quickly and <laughs> you know, it gets going pretty quickly. Yeah, there's it no does. slow burn at all. No, no slow burn whatsoever. You <laughs> just get thrown into it right away. It's mm-hmm. great. Okay, so I will pimp us so we can get out. We are part of the horror uh, we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful podcast network. Morbidly Beautiful is your home for all things horror. That's morbidlybeautiful.com. Um, we are on all the social medias at Podcast at Night. We are on Facebook. We have a Facebook group moderated, moderated by our social media Maverick Maverick, who is in Florida right now. Um, we are on Twitter and Instagram and Good Pods, which if you are on Good Pods, please, please come follow us on Good Pods. Um, we really like it over there. I am at Chaos, Carnage is at Carnage, and the pod is, of course, over there, too. Um, we're on Twitter now, too. At Chaos at Night, not Carnage at Night. So go follow oh, yeah, us on there, too. I forgot to say we have personal Twitters now, which we didn't have before. I am at Carnage Chaos at Night. Carnage <laughs> is at Carnage at Night. And we, um, we Mariana's Trench it over there. Still don't know what we're doing. Still I don't, don't know least. what we're doing. No, I am so confused by Twitter. <laughs> but I am trying to not be an old fogey who doesn't understand technology. It's very hard for us. It's very hard. So, um, anyway, yeah, so come follow us on Twitter as well. And we would really appreciate a review wherever you listen or tell your friends word of mouth, um, whatever gets more listeners on the podcast. We appreciate it. And if you've got some flash, some cash to flash, we have a merch store that will be linked in the show notes as well. Um, our, our, all stuff designed by me chaos yay so that is it from me i will say um thanks for listening and stay bloodthirsty friends good night from carnage and as always we're filmed in front of a live studio audience of traitor cheating cats go check us out on we sometimes podcast during the day probably (laughs) you want to say goodbye goodbye everyone and uh See you next time. Avoid mystery fluids. And thank you again, Joe, for being on the podcast with us. It's my pleasure.